1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all
0: you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston.
1: I'm Cody Crane. We, we want to talk about. Survivor.
0: Yeah! That's right. We're back after uh, uh it feels like it's been a while since we recorded um because we recorded the uh the season episodes back to back but we are back after a while of uh, not recording and uh, we're going to it's j- we're back for after them. a while What's that? for
1: them I mean the episode's just like 2 days late
0: yeah um yeah I I know I know. and and also but oh, uh, you missed me that's
1: what you're saying, though. You missed me. It's
0: been a while since we've done just the two of us.
1: Well, that's for sure. And you know what, Joel? I kind of missed it because I was sick of this Chris George guy. You know what I'm saying? I, but... uh,
0: I I listened to I don't know why, but I can't remember why. But I listened to one of the old Mass Singer episodes, <laughs> and I was like, you know, at the time, I really took it for granted. <laughs> <laughs> We're both quite miserable, but it's kind of funny. They're funny episodes. I I encourage people if they want to go back and listen to our mass singer coverage, if they're running out of podcasts. You know, if you like this episode coming up today, you might like that. Just the two of us hanging out and talking.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like uh, the difference back then, we were like, oh, my God, what are we ever going to talk about again? You know, what's what's going to happen? And now you've become this year thirsty for podcasts you can't get enough you can't do enough you want more 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 you're you talking about me or yeah, listeners no you you're so horny for podcasts
0: i do like being on podcasts um it's but especially when the uh, when there was like the comedy wasn't back at all like comedy is kind of back right now yeah it's booming and uh it's, it's certainly not booming uh, but comedy boom is going on oh god I I, I I crave podcasting so much. I still kind of do, but uh' but 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 um as a comedic medium I, 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 I
1: like being on the mic. and I mean, the mic loves you, Joel. let's be honest because enough mean, about the big, me. the big thing that's going on here is we just finished off all of these rankings where we, we, we ranked uh, for the listeners. I'm sure you heard them, but we ranked seasons. We ranked uh, challenges. We ranked players. We ranked um, worst player memorable, not memorable or whatever. We ranked everything. We went mm-hmm. through a whole series of this. And the goal with that was so that Joel and I wouldn't just never fight again because now we have a shared opinion on everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. We had the definitive ranking, so we're not allowed to disagree on
1: these things. Exactly. I have to say that Kayayan is better than Game Changers now. Mm -hmm. And you have to say that Game Changers is better than Cambodia. And we just can't disagree with it.
0: It's true. It's true. Um, uh, Yeah, it took a while to to come around on that, but I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I mean this is only going to bring us closer together because we know Tom Westman's the best player of all time. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. We know that uh, coach isn't weird; he's a strategist. It's true.
0: It's true. Um, he's a really good player, and he's
1: not weird. <laughs> I I uh, I I need to like write some of these down. I feel just to forever remember them, but I'll keep to it. <laughs>
0: um, the meat challenge
1: oh yeah we love the meat challenge um i where did that one rank i think it was like fifth or something like that it was high (laughs) i think it was in
0: the top 10 for sure um (laughs) there is another challenge recently that i i forgot that we didn't bring up and uh, i don't know why i'm bringing it right up right now because i've forgotten about it now but maybe i'll just something really stupid like that um oh oh the fish challenge from panama
1: with Bob Dog chopping oh, the fish heads, right? And <laughs> he has to do the, and he's doing them so fast and hard. Yeah, <laughs> like it's taking him nothing. Yeah, well, that's
0: because, a good one. Because because Bruce is taking forever, and they're all like, "Bruce, come on, come on!" And then Bob, and they're like behind by like a lot of fish. And, and then Bob they, Dog switches in.
1: They end up eating their words that season because Bruce goes a little too hard with the machete. Oh
0: well, he. I mean, because does he eat the machete, and that's why his his his, his he's constipated?
1: No, he cuts himself and almost hit someone in the face, right?
0: Um, yeah, I think um I've heard uh, people say it before that, but uh, Bruce is kind of like final destination on that season. Like he keeps almost getting made of act. <laughs>
1: Um and that's why I love him so much. <laughs> I, there was someone else like that too, right? That gets what's the other season? I don't know why. Oh, no, Scooping
0: the Michael Scoopin in um, in uh, Philippines, uh, um, you keep he keep a running storyline is that he's quite clumsy and people are are people see why he fell in the fire in season two. Yeah, and, and so he keeps getting injured, and to the point where it's like not always his fault. Like at one point, Abby Maria. Uh, throws a coconut at his head by accident. And uh like looking back, I mean at the time we were watching it and being like, wow, this guy gets hurt a lot. And looking back, we're like, yes,
1: Karma. fuck yeah. Hurt. <laughs> Something's in the air for him. Yeah. Trying to let us know. So people may be wondering uh
0: what this episode is about. And this is just gonna be a classic hangout episode.
1: Yeah, kind of a regrouping. There's been some Survivor news while we were doing our other series. Um, a couple new seasons out. Or not, not out. out, but, and you know, cast announcements. Um, we have, like, the shorter season that... Uh, when is that coming out? Is that August? Is it September? September, when... September. September late What's September? the scoop? What's late the
0: September, 1964.
1: <laughs> I'm excited for that one, um, even though I'm nervous because obviously less days, you know, that I'm not too, too worried
0: about. I My prediction is that the game will just be faster because they're doing just as many vote outs within these days. They're just doing quicker, like in between periods. So right. I think just the strategy is going to be a lot faster.
1: Same amount of episodes for us, you think? Um, maybe, perhaps. Mm-hmm yes interesting mm-hmm. we might get more stuff where it's like i ah, maybe it may typical survivor season this wouldn't be on the show
0: yeah we'll see uh well, I, I think maybe there won't be as many reward challenges and stuff like that a couple um,
1: canadians on it though yeah
0: yeah torontonians in the in the season 41 comedian yeah, but the weird thing is, is that I've talked to a, a few comedians and nobody's mutual friends with the actual comedian. A lot of people are mutual friends with the accountant or whatever.
1: Yeah, I've I've had I Facebook searched, you know, I did my research. I'm not I don't have any mutual friends with the comedian, but I have a lot of mutual friends with the other person. But
0: I, I will say the girl that is a, a quote unquote, com- sorry, first doing this, but, you know, quote unquote comedian. She's a pastor slash comedian. So maybe she runs around in the Christian comedy scene, a scene that I don't know, buddy. No, no, Anybody. I don't know anybody in that scene. And maybe Chili does. Yeah. He's a famous Christian who loves <laughs> um what was the one that he got mad at us for saying he loved uh, one world, uh, one world. <laughs> Where did that all come from? <laughs> Where, like, uh, Chili Chris, loves Chili loves one world and all stars <laughs>
1: um, I think Chili does like all stars actually but right. that's a that's a true fact but I think um, if you notice if the audience w- uh, notice going through uh, Chris George would drop in little nuggets of lies about Chili throughout every episode saying oh like Chili really likes this or like Chili really likes this So he completely created this mythology of who Chili is, and we haven't had him on to defend himself or uh, fight for his own honor. He just has to sit at home and listen and take it.
0: (laughs) No, we haven't had him on since, uh, like, the premiere of Winners at War.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the premiere of Winners at War, if people listen to that episode... Was a lot of uh, I think Tamlin and I were disagreeing with you, but you blew up at Chili every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was in a bad mood that night,
1: yeah. Chili was agreeing with you the whole time, like he, you guys had the same opinion.
0: <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> I just direct all my bad energy towards Chili, the one I've known the longest. <laughs>
1: Um, um but yeah season 42 the cast have been revealed for that as well a lot of the cast one not, from
0: guelph two from quebec right
1: um yeah i think there's more i think there was four in there i think there might have been another toronto oh cool well
0: that's cool i still don't want in i'm gonna root for them and obviously we'll talk about them a lot i hope they do better than fucking tom laidlaw uh, <laughs> he did He did fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't want him to win because I want to be the first Canadian winner. Of
1: Survivor. I mean, I I still predict this. I think they're leading up to a Canada versus America season.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, they're, they, I think they're done with themes. That's also uh, a new thing. They're, they, they're saying the 40, in the 40s they're not going to do themes anymore. It's just going to be 41, 42, 43.
1: They're saying that now they'll change. They'll change, Joel. I think it's a step in the
0: right direction. I think even the best seasons in the 30s are kind of held back by these really stupid themes. Even our favorite ones, Millennials versus Gen X and uh,
1: David versus Goliath. Well, David versus Goliath is the theme. Oh, my God. What a theme. Here, here's my thing. You if like can... it? Yeah, let me fight for themes here. Okay. Because... If we are watching a season, I don't know how else to figure out who's a hustler.
0: <laughs> if we're not being told who the hustler is, who the healer is, and who the hero is, yeah, then... yeah, <laughs> who's white collar, who's blue collar, and who's no collar, I want to know. Yeah,
1: I need to um, see some roots. <laughs> yeah
0: who's a David and who's a Gen X?
1: <laughs> David's versus Gen X is gonna be the next one
0: <laughs> i mean the the they kind of captured lightning in the bottle with David versus Goliath. I remember thinking all oh, the lead up the first episode the way jeff Jeff was trying to describe what David versus Goliath meant to him. I remember thinking. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs>
1: well, um,
0: I mean, we, it out, it a good season. And I think the David versus Goliath theme worked out to being a good underdog story. But imagine a Goliath one, how they how they would like get, fully give up on that uh, um, theme.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jeff would be like, as expected, I'm a fellow Goliath and I wanted to see some domination out there. <laughs> Uh, but we, I made the joke, David's versus Gen X, but that season was kind of David versus millennials.
0: Well, it's kind of the other, other way around in, uh, in it is David versus Gen X because he's on the bottom of his tribe right away.
1: Um, that's true. And, but he's one of the only Gen X to make it to the end, right? Like it's him. Oh no. There's a few of them. Him and Ken. Yeah. Ken's there. Ken, but Ken's like hitting on all the millennials, you know. <laughs>
0: Ken is Ken could technically be in the uh, millennial tribe as well.
1: Was he on the line? Yeah, he was on the line. Oh, I ah, want to want to see that our debate.
0: Elder millennial. The funny thing about the the Ken being the youngest Gen X is that he was the one that was so like pure about. Um, not texting and not being on the internet and you know, be having an old soul.
1: <laughs> well, I mean yeah, like some of these uh like I I don't know about your parents, Joel, and maybe you'll speak to it, but like mine are on Facebook all the time. They love the internet. They're on Facebook, they're chatting with their friends. Yeah. my mom's friends comment on my stuff, telling me how handsome I am. Yeah,n't that so funny like, I'll post
0: something on Instagram and be like, ah, there's no engagement. And then somebody will be like, there's lots of engagement. Look at all these comments. I'm like, that's just my mom and her friends. <laughs>
1: it feels sad, but. Uh... <laughs> um,
0: yeah. What did I want to say about millennials versus Gen X? Oh, just that like going through older seasons, um, they cast more. Old and young, back in the day, right? There was there was less sort of disparity there. Yeah, and the discussion that's in millennials versus Gen X is so often in the Gen X versus Boomer seasons. You know? Yeah, like, like it, people are like, "Oh, millennials are this, millennials are that." You're just saying people in their twenties
1: are like that.
0: It's not a generational thing.
1: I really like it. When people take the theme to heart, though, it, it adds to a lot of entertainment. One of like, my favorite
0: favorite Rupert. lines of Survivor ever was when Natalie Cole, after finding out the Goliaths wanted to vote her out, said to all the Goliaths, you're acting like a bunch of Davids around here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it adds to moments.
0: What the hell does that mean?
1: It's perfect. And I love like Rupert and heroes versus villains, really taking the hero thing to heart. Yes. Like these themes, and like blood versus water. Immediately, Rupert's like blood versus water. I gotta choose a side. I choose blood, yeah. <laughs> and throws out his game. I mean, Rupert, I guess, is the king of taking the thing seriously. Like he's a pirate in uh, Pearl Islands. Like- right. He's an and- all star he feels like an all-star and he Mm -hmm. takes that to heart too, that he is an all-star. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think you're right. He does.
0: He's basically a pirate because there's a pirate theme in Pearl Islands. Like he becomes a pirate.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. That's why he's a pirate. He takes, he took every single theme to heart. And he is serious about it. Like like when you watch heroes versus villains, he's open about wanting to make sure everything he does is heroic and noble. We're the heroes
0: and those damn villains. <laughs> and I guess Russell does the same thing in that season. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess I'm a villain.
0: I'm a villain. I'm gonna be villain. I don't like
1: heroes. <laughs> I heard the um, hero's
0: trap is for babies.
1: One of the big things I've been hearing since we've done our uh, rankings is there's been discussion about Russell not being a great player. Mm -hmm. Um, He made our list of 15. We had 15 for that one. Greatest players. Yeah, he made our list. He was on the shorter end of the 15, but he was on there. And there was a lot of discussion about how the coach is a better player than him coach is a better player of course um but that rob is definitively better rob wasn't on our list but uh, there was i got some messages about how much better rob is than russell what do you think about this i would agree
0: with that if i were to if we were to make i mean the definitive rankings are a definitive ranking so i'm not allowed to disagree but um um i would agree i would put I, I think that Rob and Russell are both inherently overrated, but um, if I was to pick who who is better, I would say Rob.
1: Well, Rob, Rob won one.
0: Rob so, won one and knew who to take to the end. Um, that was in from- modern. And I would, I mean, like
1: in modern Survivor, he would have beat Amber like. Um, maybe like, but you could say the same thing about Russell and Natalie, right? Because Rob's mistakes in all stars were similar to what Russell's were in Samoa. You're right. Yeah, so true. true, But, uh, but I think, I think the thing is that we've seen Rob have the chance to play more than we've seen because Rob really like. He does the exact same thing that Russell does in Samoa in All Stars. That's his second appearance, and in uh, his first season, he doesn't do that well either. Like he's the merge boot, he's, but he doesn't do anything. Like he really blows his own game, and then in Heroes versus Villains, he doesn't have the greatest showing either because he just yeah, can't get beat by you. Russell. Yeah, so I th- I think.
0: Well, t- I think the thing about Rob that makes him better than Russell is that each season you can track him learning from his mistakes, where Russell does the same thing three times.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we definitely, I definitely see that. It got him to the end twice, but he made the same mistake again. Uh, whereas Rob didn't make that mistake again when given the chance in his fourth season.
0: Um, yeah, and and I mean, there's there's bigger disparity between seasons for Rob and Russell. So maybe, uh, but I'm interested to see Russell come back, even though I don't really, I, I don't, I don't need it. But uh, I'm interested to
1: see how he, if 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 he would have learned
0: his lessons.
1: I think he's too stubborn. I think he's like similar to Aussie, where he thinks that someone should be able to win this way. Yeah. And he's going to prove it, and but that's like, like the big Aussie downfall
0: too. Like on Twitter. He does seem a little different than he was in the past. Like he's a bit more left wing now. He's uh um you know said posted tweets like I watch my time on Survivor and I sh, sh- and I shake my head and shame at myself.
1: I mean maybe Russell can do it. I he would be that would be his fourth chance. That's how Rob uh, won, fourth chance, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm so we could really have an argument if russell came back a fourth time and won it but there are he, lo- i don't
0: I, I i think it's a similar thing and that the, the the target would be on his back right away and i don't think he could i mean we said the same thing about tony but tony is tony and russell is russell
1: yeah tony was lucky to well not lucky in that season but lucky to have a season like game changers where he completely do you think like is there a possibility that it was completely strategic to just blow it and be ultimate Tony so that no one thinks you're a threat in a potential winner season
0: I I, I don't think so I think I I think he legitimately felt a lot of shame for game changers Mm. shame changers shame changers but
1: that did help him Uh, overall I think 100%,
0: 100% especially
1: because a season like winners at war the thing is that That's the season that Tony would win again, you know, like I don't think he could win a other season where it's like any non winners on there, but like winners at war, everyone kind of has their legacy going into that. Right. And some people, like you said, overrated like Boston Rob or whatever, but Rob is someone that everyone looks up to that watches like Survivor, you know. So, I mean, it, it, but in a way, it should
0: be the season that Tony definitely doesn't win because he's playing against so many other great players.
1: Yeah, but it's easy to look past him. I think it's easier to look past him than it is to look past him in a season where it's non-winners. Right. I mean, oh, because there's so many other targets. There, there's so many other targets. That's the that's what I'm saying. Because like one of those weeks where people were like, you know. If, if you are showing that you are doing your old game, which I think a lot of them did, like uh, Jeremy seemed to be really like trying to like power bulldoze again, um, kind of playing that similar game to Cambodia. And he got out at that point, you know, when everyone showed that they were playing their old game, their old mm-hmm. game that mm-hmm. won it, um, they got out. But Tony was able to be his old kind of game of like, Kooky self all over the place because people saw it fail miserably in Game Changers. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that that uh, definitely and of course like the relationships and having uh, Sarah there too. Those two really and Ben
0: of, Ben and was ben. an important
1: relationship for him.
0: And and I, and, and I think uh, yeah, Tony, one of Tony's uh, underrated strong suits is finding his his Spencers his Trishes. You know, like people that are are gonna work with them. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and Jeremy was one of them, too. Uh, yeah.
1: He he found a bunch of people, obviously, and they found him, too. They were all using each other for, you know, yeah. their uh, their game or whatever. And depending on who won, you were going to say, like, that's the person that led the pack kind of thing. But his all, woo, all of them. Formed where, well, maybe they did in uh, Kaigayan and we just didn't see it, but in this one especially, like all of them formed their outside relationships too, where that core of like Sarah, Tony, Jeremy, between all of that, like they had almost everyone wrapped into this alliance not jeremy sarah sarah
0: tony ben was was the like i think the strong like the strongest bond near the end of that season
1: yeah but uh, like between them though like jeremy had michelle with him or whatever and like sarah had you know kim and sophie Mm -hmm. and you know like between between Denise. denise too, between all of them they were connected to every player in there so that core of like ben sarah and Tony weren't going to get voted out because of that, because they had between all of them, there was a connection to every other player. Yeah. All right. You're nice. That, we've been doing a lot of good survivor talk. Usually we'd be talking about, I don't know the fucking, fucking hot really chick or something.
0: Wilbur's Wonderland or whatever.
1: Oh, uh, Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that Nick Cage movie. I still haven't watched that. Even oh,
1: available for me to watch, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's on Amazon now, isn't it? It's on Hoopla. I know that. It could be on Amazon as well. Yeah, I watched it. It's good. Yeah, you illegally downloaded it. Hey, you know, wait a minute. Speaking of uh, people being mad at me, mm-hmm. Shane Powers has been mad at me lately. Oh, yeah. So
0: <laughs> Chris put in a cameo that was like roast him and Chris put, said, cody won't get his vaccine and then shane sent it up a, 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 a and then like like a serious cameo to, to shane to sorry shane sent a serious cameo to cody being like cody what the hell man what are you doing you gotta he's get so... your vaccine he's so you, intense you, you fucking asshole get your fucking <laughs> vaccine asshole
1: I want to make it clear here to people I have my first vax, okay, and the second one I'm on a list for and I'm hoping to get in early as well. If I been rather difficult to get
0: for some people to get their second vaccines, unless you want to wait in a line for six hours.
1: Yeah. And I've been obviously we're back to work now and everything. And it's been it's been busy. So I am on a list, though, and I feel like I need to give shane a cameo or like just order another one from him just to tell him hey man i am on the list don't be disappointed in cody crane you know because i look up to you shane powers
0: i i uh maybe i i doubt chris will listen to this right away and hopefully i get a response soon but i did order one for chris oh really from shane yeah what
1: (laughs) what was what was yours
0: well i don't know i haven't got it back yet I don't think.
1: Shane's got to be new to Cameo, right? Yeah. I don't think he was on there during our trivia, especially like $10. I would have went for him. I think because
0: he's been on. He was he was recently. He was on. uh, Rob has a podcast and he's, you know, he's kind of. um, Back in
1: the public eye. Back in the public eye a bit. So we'll see. Truly deserved, though. Oh, I love him. I I mean he's totally underselling himself too. Like easily twenty dollars, I'd still be like this is a steal.
0: Tyson is a hundred dollars. I'm looking at it right now. Troy Zan is thirty two dollars, Detective Dean, thirty dollars. I mean oh okay. famous uh anti-vaxxer, Sierra Don Thomas, twenty five dollars. Like
1: Shane Powers or Troy Zan, who are you gonna get a cameo from? I wouldn't. I, I I think it'd be funny to get a a, a cameo
0: from from Troy hand, but it's uh you know thirty dollars I, I think is 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 too rich for my blood for Troy's hand.
1: You should say hi, Troy San. I'm Tarzan, <laughs> and see if he does his famous line. <laughs> this is my island. <laughs>
0: He can't be Tarzan, I'm Troyzan.
1: <laughs> I don't care if that impression's accurate, it's good. <laughs> I think the, the Island. That, it's, that, that that was it's good. not bad. It's not bad. It's a, I think it's a little too nasally, maybe, for him, but it's nasally. A, yeah. Okay. He it does have
0: like a high voice, like
1: this. He does, yeah. <laughs> I got an idol. <laughs> oh, we need to see Troy Zan back No,
0: we don't No, we don't put that out into the world <laughs> Third
1: third season's the charm for that guy
0: Yeah, yeah Troy Zan versus Russell
1: Would you be more shocked If Troy Zan won A season, an upcoming season mm-hmm. Than when Tony won Winners at War Yes <laughs> Would you do your same reaction of holding your head what? what Did I do that a lot when Tony won? Yeah
0: <laughs>
1: you went nuts. You'd have to do the same for Troy I was end.
0: excited, but I did the thing about Tony winning is that I knew he was gonna win after that episode where he voted out Sophie. It was just like there can't be there's no other way. There's no other person there like that's when i got the most excited was after that episode
1: you can never be sure with edge of extinction that was the one sort of wrinkle in the plan
0: but uh i i just the 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 funny thing about the season edge of extinction which made it hard to predict during the actual season like rick devins was getting like a lot of edit but he wasn't getting the best edit. like usually they don't show the kind of sloppiness in someone's game if they're going to win. And uh, I mean, not always, they do show some sloppiness sometimes, Um, but Fabio or, or, or Adam Klein, but, but you get (laughs) um, their like perspective on it in, in kind of, confessionals and stuff but with rick devins you got like him doing dumb things and then kelly wentworth and david Wright being like yeah he's being pretty dumb right now (laughs) you know like um in their confessionals Mm -hmm. so it was hard to predict going into that finale because i i am somebody who if i'm watching a new season i am trying to constantly predict who's gonna win um uh i'm getting a call from brampton ontario right now i think it's a a robocall. You want me to answer it on Mike? Yeah, you might as well ask them
1: about Tony. Hello?
0: Yeah, it was a robocall.
1: Uh, they didn't even answer about Tony. No. I've been having it. I don't know if you're having this, but I think um, some of these robocalls are using my phone number. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a thing. They they, they try and they, they call you with a similar number to your own.
1: Um, no, but I think they're calling other people with my phone number. What? That's impossible. I, I'm getting like 10 calls a day now of being like, hey, I got a missed call. And like just completely earnest people like no other reason to call me. But they're like, I got a call from this number or whatever.
0: Oh, that's weird.
1: And then like or I'll have because I'm on the vaccine waiting list. So I'm calling these numbers back too that. I'm missing as well because I'm like, I don't want to miss, you know, I'm sure they would leave a message for a vaccine wait list, but. You
0: should put all this in your Shane Powers uh, um, cameo request.
1: Yeah, I'll tell them about my hardships. Actually, just can you snip out this bit of the podcast and send it to them? Yeah, I will. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just saying that they're calling me back or whatever. I was like, wow. I don't know what's happening. They're using my phone number though, Joel.
0: I've been double vaxed for a while. Um,
1: Quit bragging.
0: I'm not bragging. I'm honestly just saying, like, obviously, I care more about public health than you do.
1: Well, yeah, everyone knew that, but um, you're double vaxxed, You did the podcast after it. Yes, I did the. Yeah. Uh, and I was. Yeah, was I tired? Yeah, you well, you were saying that you were groggy. I was groggy. Yeah. You used the word groggy, and I was like, that's disgusting. Groggy? Yeah. My friend
0: James put, uh, I, I wish he never said this to me, but I think I've heard it in another context. But he calls having a stomach ache gut rot.
1: That's a very, like, that feels like a very um, rural thing to say oh god it makes me feel gross is james james is rural isn't he
0: is he from no. a rural place no james I, and i grew up together in in oakville that's rural no i don't know where oakville is oakville is a uh, direct suburb
1: of toronto oh, okay uh, uh highly populated uh, i don't know maybe he just watches a lot of Letterkenny or something
0: mm, i don't know uh he may I, I wouldn't put it past James to watch Letterkenny, and, but he wouldn't bring that up with me.
1: <laughs> um, I, Oh, Joel, do you have some hot tea about Letterkenny?
0: Um, it's not my cup of tea. Not so your that's, cup of tea? That's the hot tea, even though my, my friend Nadine is on it.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, You two did the spook together. Mm-hmm. And we've had people from Letterkenny on uh, my other podcast outside of that, too. I've auditioned but, for it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've uh quite a few times, but yeah. n- never got it. One that's time probably I thought, why one time I
0: I I think one time I was on hold for them and I didn't get it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I've had callbacks. So, they've given me 50 bucks, but uh yeah. That's about it. Fuckers. Fuckers. That's why we hate that show. Don't go and edit this out. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, I was really weirded out because uh, Letter Kenny is taking on like kind of a life of its own and really outside of Canada too. Where yeah, the Brad, shows,
0: Brad Pitt loves it, it's his favorite show,
1: yeah, and a lot of uh, the wrestlers talk about it too. Um, it's just all over. Not that Brad Pitt isn't bigger than wrestlers, but
0: yeah. <laughs> he is arguably.
1: Um, but uh I don't know if it's even an argument. Uh but I I ran into think, someone who
0: do you in... think's more famous, CM Punk or Brad Pitt? <laughs>
1: hey uh CM Punk uh news headline of the week uh got his loss in UFC reversed because the person this was three years ago and they just came back with a drug test that the person uh, tested positive of weed three years later. Do you think that could happen to Tony? Shane Powers on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three years later he gets it <laughs> taken away. Um,
0: I feel like people are going to do that with Tommy Sheehan. It's going to come out that Tommy was like defending Dan Spilo and they took it out of the edit and all this shit and was trying to take Dan Spilo to the end and fucking blah, blah,
1: blah. Yeah, real piece of shit. Tell me here's an interesting survivor thing, uh, Joel, that um, the designer of our logo came at me with Mm -hmm. loved Nicaragua, watched it recently, loved it right of the season, thought Fabio was a great winner.
0: Right. I think then then he was probably uh, for once on my side in the the Nicaragua discussion in the season rankings. I (laughs) did not disagree with its placement, but I was the one that was like, I don't
1: know. I kind of like it what was it bottom 10 for us I think it was bottom five bottom five yeah yeah I mean I think like he liked it I you might agree with this too he liked it he said it's definitely better than Gabon and you might agree with that
0: uh depending on the day I think I, I like Gabon better story dude but yeah uh, um I do like I mean not not by much though they're 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 next to each other in my head.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a Gabon head, so. Gabon is, I think, starting to be
0: an overrated season. It seems a lot of people like that season nowadays.
1: It, it's it's coming a resurgence, and I think it's coming from this podcast. Ever since I came up with the term Gabon head.
0: It was pretty high in the, like, for Gabon. It was pretty high in the Rob has a podcast rankings.
1: Really? Yeah. I think he's been listening to our podcast. He he was really high on it, too. Like, he liked it. Yeah, I mean, I think he heard me say Gabonhead on the podcast, to be honest. And uh, now, you know. You got a Gaboner for it. Well, there's a chance that Rob listened to our podcast. Uh, Chili gave us a uh, glowing recommendation to someone that he works for his podcast.
0: Yes. I, I don't know if Chili wants us to talk about that, but yes.
1: But Well, I'm not going into details about it. I'm just saying that there's a chance and it was due to Chili. I want to give him a little bit of praise.
0: Yeah, I guess we should have him back on at some point. Yeah. The roast of Chili Davidson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, though, that that's around the same time when I started calling myself a Gabon head. I've been saying it before our rankings. Mm-hmm. And I think that Rob Sesternino's riding on my coattails.
0: Once upon a time, he did have, like, an open sort of uh, applications for, like, new podcasters. And I sent in an application and sent in clips of our podcast to him. So, oh, yeah, he's probably
1: keeping track. And he heard
0: me Say goodbye. I net. think I sent him a clip of us talking about, like fucking mass singer, Halloween, or something. <laughs> Why would you send that one? No, I think it was our episode about Red Eye that I sent them. I don't know. I can't remember.
1: Oh my god, is there not better we can do? Hubie Halloween. Um, oh my
0: god, I, 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 w- I fucking would come if they announced that Hubie Halloween 2 was, was being released on October
1: 1st. I mean, it's always possible. I would
0: fucking come.
1: I mean, I think it's not out of the realm of possibility.
0: I would love if every year we got a new Hubie Halloween.
1: Oh, it could be like the new Halloween Town.
0: Or Halloween.
1: Uh, Halloween Town.
0: No. I Michael this- Myers. Did you see my tweet about Hubie Halloween? And I, I, I gave them all them the... the the Halloween sequel, so it's like, Hubie Halloween, Hubie Halloween Two, Hubie Halloween Three, Season of the Witch, Hubie Halloween Four, um, uh, The Return of, of uh, um, June Squibb of Hubie of No, I said Hubie Dubois, and then it was The Revenge of Hubie Dubois, Curse of Hubie Dubois, H 20 20 Years Later, and then Hubie Halloween Resurrection. <laughs>
1: I, uh, Rob I Zombie's
0: it. Hubie Halloween.
1: <laughs> Rob, uh, oh, Rob Zombie's coming out with a new monsters movie. You watching that? Yeah, I'll watch it. Hubie's going to be in it.
0: I, I, mean, I mean, I don't like most Rob Zombie movies, but I like Rob Zombie. And, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what he
1: does with, um, IP like that. Isn't that a funny thing? I feel like Rob Zombie's the person I like the most that I don't like anything that he's come out with film-wise. Yeah. I it's very weird, but I feel like I like Rob Zombie, but I I don't like any of his product.
0: I'm sort of like that with Mila Jovovich. Like I like Mila Jovovich in like every movie, but I don't think I'd like a Mila Jovovich movie. Even <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I ca- I liked Monster Hunter.
1: What about the third Resident Evil?
0: No, I that's didn't the like one that in one. the desert, right? I mean, there's a couple in the desert. My favorite one huh. is the last one, the final chapter. I watched I... all of those recently.
1: I got the, all the Blu-rays. Uh, it sounds like you like them then.
0: I mean, we like we, me and Mimi watched them, and we didn't like any of the movies but we liked watching them as a franchise we like we're excited to get to the next one
1: for some reason I remember really liking the third one okay
0: the third one is uh uh extinction I think
1: yeah yeah for some reason I remember liking it, but I was young when it came out I remember getting it when it came out not seeing the first and second that was the first one I saw and really liking it. And then watching the first and second being like, ah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I have my rankings here if you want to know my rankings. Yeah, give them. Hit me oh, the, th- the third one is actually Afterlife, Cody. Afterlife. Okay. No, no, that's the fourth no. one. No, that's yeah, the fourth Extinction. One. Yeah. Extinction ext- is the third one. You're right. Yeah. Um, okay. So my my rankings are as such. Uh, number one, Resident Evil, the final chapter. Okay,
1: I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll like that one.
0: Number two, Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Number three, Resident Evil Afterlife, which is the one with your friend Kim Coates.
1: I do love <clears throat> Kim Coates. Yeah,
0: and uh, number four, Resident Evil Extinction.
1: I didn't your- know Kim Coates was in one of these. Yeah, he's not in an
0: extinction, though. Uh, that's the only (laughs)
1: it's one of the only ones I've seen.
0: And uh number five, Retribution, which is the one everyone loves, and I was like I was kinda excited for it, and then I was like, this blows. And then um the last one is number two, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Okay. So
1: Yeah, it's uh you really hate the one I like, huh?
0: Extinction? Yeah. I would say the first four I I kind of like, but the 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 last two are the ones that I thought blue. But the 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 good thing about uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse is that there's a gratuitous shot of the CN Tower, our friend. Oh. And I was like,
1: oh, Raccoon City, eh? I guess so. Toronto
0: is <laughs> Raccoon City.
1: Yeah, we had a raccoon just staring at me through the window the other day. Just he just looked at me while I was sitting in the chair and we were made you, eye contact for a long period of time. Were you covered in garbage? <laughs> well, yeah, you know me. Yeah. He was like, I,
0: I want that garbage.
1: garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be interested, Joel, to get your rankings on the Purge movies, especially with the new one out. Um, Purge movies. I, I it would be just
0: have you seen them all? Yes. Off the top of my head, I think I would do um, what's the riot one? The second one called anarchy, anarchy, first purge, uh, which is the fourth purge, yep. <laughs> um, uh, anarchy, first purge, election year, and then the actual first purge. But I haven't seen the new one. Uh, did you watch the show? No, I
1: didn't. i like the show. You're the only person I've heard that liked that show. <laughs> really? I just love I guilty pleasure. Love the purge. I love everything that they've had for it. I auditioned for the show, but oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but I uh, yeah, I just really dig. I'm excited for the new movie. I don't know if it'll be good, but I've enjoyed well, movie everything.
0: theaters are opening in 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 uh, in Toronto. Well, will you well, go? To you're the not double vaxxed.
1: What's that? You- Will you go to the purge with me? I would. Yeah. When you okay. when, you're,
0: when you're comfortable with going to the movies.
1: Yeah. I'll, well, if I'm double vaxxed, I'm going. Yeah. And I'm seeing we, we I'm, see I'm going purge. I'm
0: going on Friday. I'm going to go. Oh, really? When they open. Yeah. You have to be double vaxxed to go. I don't think you have
1: to be, but it's recommended for, you know, indoor right.
0: activity these days. But yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'll uh, I'll try to get my double vax in if not wear a mask the whole time inside you know mm-hmm. with my single vax popcorn. but i'll i'll try to get a double popcorn <laughs> popcorn <laughs> uh because i mean yeah this uh you got to watch the purge tv show too i have to yeah i think you might like it okay Right. I mean, especially if you. I was really
0: them. excited for it when it was going to come out, and then and then I, I got underwhelming reviews. But I guess all the Purge movies get underwhelming reviews, and I still like them.
1: Yeah, if you enjoy them, then you. I because people tend to look at them as horror movies, but I almost look at them, especially like Election Year and kind of like Anarchy, are almost like '80s action movies.
0: They're they're dystopian action movies. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I I really like that. It's like the most kind of it's like the most similar thing to a retro action movie that we kind of get in a modern in this like modern setting because everything else is like you know like superheroes or whatever
0: and the thing about the purge movies is except maybe the first one they always have something on their. they're always extremely political
1: yeah yeah they they got something to say
0: and i think the most (laughs) The most political for me is the fourth one. The first it's called. It's so confusing. It's called the first purge, but it's the fourth purge.
1: Yeah, because it has to do with the first why they started it kind of thing. I like that one, too. That I really good. Yeah, like, I, I, I thought it was going to be shit and I put it off for a while, but it ended up being really fucking good. Eventually, I saw that in the theater and eventually
0: I think people are going to come around on that movie and be like, holy shit, this movie rules.
1: Yeah, and it's it was really like culturally relevant too, like the message that that movie was giving. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the most political of the four, I think. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm surprised that more people didn't come around on it when it came out, but I think we'll see over time. But yeah, I just feel like uh, they get unnecessarily shit on, and I love the franchise.
0: I think it. Uh, the, I mean, the the actual first Purge is. It, I don't think it's very good
1: no it's it's not where we wanted anarchy is exactly where we wanted that movie to go and the, exactly <laughs> and we got the other one yeah, uh, we, yeah but we
0: just got a bad uh home invasion movie and then yeah he, and, and i remember in, in 2013 there was like a few good home
1: invasion movies and then the purge was pretty yeah. bad. you're next Your
0: next is so friggin' good
1: yeah yeah i don't know why we got that but I mean, it's fine. Like if you're watching the franchise, you would almost like if you could put those in the order they're supposed to be in, that Purge movie might be a really interesting uh, kind of like middle movie. But you would almost have to start with that one anyways, if you ever wanted to do something that low key with such a big open world.
0: Yeah, it's funny if we we get the big open world and then we're like, oh, we're just going to tell this small story story within this open world we'd be like okay that's kind of cool all right let's see what you're doing there yeah <laughs> yeah it's robert de niro <laughs> okay de, de niro huge
1: me. perch man
0: you're purging to me <laughs> I had to, for the podcast listeners my uh robert de niro impression is pretty much all visual <laughs> i'm just using my voice but pouting <laughs> i mean we have the youtube channel now yeah, I I need to get on that. I need to upload shit to that. I didn't, I didn't upload the season
1: rankings to that yet. Well, there'll be a whole uh, episode dump on that soon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just doing a lot of work for it and, you know, waiting for things to upload and then fucking nobody watched the shit. I don't know how to get YouTube views.
1: Oh, you just be persistent and then people will come.
0: You build it they will come how did chris george get all of his youtube subscribers
1: uh bottom what <laughs> no i'm kidding what's bottom like paid for them oh okay oh
0: bottom i thought i thought you mean like bottom like his ass his body yeah yeah he, he twerks his at-
1: ass. yeah he twerks bare butt at the end <laughs> bare butt twerks
0: the purge yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing The Forever Purge. Mm. But I, I, the only two I've seen in theaters are The First Purge and The First Purge.
1: Oh, really? I think I saw the middle two in theaters. Or Yeah, you know what? I saw Election Year uh three months early at like a test screening. Oh, cool. Now that I'm recalling that. They did a test screening in Toronto and I uh, signed up for it.
0: I might have seen election here at the drive-in, actually.
1: Yeah, mm. I d- I dug that one a lot too. I I think uh, that is it. Joe Joe Magniello is that Frank it is? Grillo? Oh, it's Frank Grillo. I mix those two up. Frank mm. Grillo, though, like he's really good in those. He rules. Yeah, he's he's so like he, when you want when you have an action movie like that, you want someone that'll make you feel safe and warm. That guy does it.
0: If I was in a room with him, he would not be making me feel safe and warm,
1: though. <laughs> no, he's he's gritty, and it's got the other guy, the guy from uh, from Con Air, and uh, No, and Justified. Uh, is it McKelty Williams? Is that right? John Malkovich. No, 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 the guy that needs insulin in Con Air. Dave Chappelle. No, he does. No, he's the guy with shit breath. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me look it up. Sorry.
0: Con air.
1: Yeah. He's Nicolas Cage's friend with uh, right. that needs insulin. Yes. Yes. I know who you're talking about.
0: I don't know his name,
1: though, but he plays the shop owner in election year. Right. Right. That has to protect his shop that didn't get insurance. That All was right. an interesting take too. Cody, do you want to wrap up uh, or do you want to pause while I go to the washroom? Uh, let's wrap up. Okay. Let's wrap up because uh, we're already not talking about Survivor anymore. <laughs> I think people like the Purge stuff,
0: you <laughs> love, love it when you talk about the Purge.
1: Yeah, this is gonna lead to maybe us doing a Purge ranking one day once we go to the theater, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We got some uh stuff uh that we're gonna plan out for future ones. We got to get chilly on um, the podcast and uh. It uh, should be a fun time. I'm excited for the new seasons of Survivor.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Thanks for listening, and
0: remember to rate, review, subscribe, and uh, follow us on social media. And um, bye.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah ha! In my dentist's office.